So the sea in the sky deities sees their fighting, coming together as friends and eventually lovers. Enemies to lovers. And enemies to I told you. Psychopomp. <laughs> she ferries the souls of the dead to the underworld in her boat. And then she goes, Paruru sa ang kita sa This is kind of twisted, but mm. I remember one of the bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. My dad used to tell me was oh. like Chinese pirate torture practice. <laughs> what? What are you doing? I can whistle like a punch. Anima's trying to. Oh my god! See ya. Oh my goodness. Anima is available for parties, parades, special occasions. Send us a DM. We'll send you the ring. I'm dying. I can't. Must be crazy podcast. I'm Ice. I'm Anima. And we're your hosts. Uh, hi, the Gods Must Be Crazy is a podcast on Philippine mythology and folklore, and this is the penultimate. Penultimate means second to the last. Yeah. Yes, it is the penultimate episode of our Walang Kamatayang mini season, a, <laughs> a season that is focused on featuring beings and creatures linked with death. And the afterlife. Yes. So if you're listening to this, either it's the run-up to Undas mm-hmm. or you are driving down to the cemetery. To the province. Or to the, to province. the pan- Panchong. What did you guys call it? Panchong. They're gonna go they're gonna go it's Panchong also. No no no, what's that? Cemeterio. Oh, like just... we're like, oh where is Ganyang Ganyang? Ah, Cemeterio. Cemeterio. Yeah. yeah. We call it Panchong. It's so funny because like before Undas, so obviously you drive down to the province. Undas is All Souls Day in the Philippines. All Souls Day, right? It's basically the Dia de los Muertos equivalent. Yeah. Um, and then there would there would always be like, oh, you send a note this person to clean the headstone. Yeah, that's what November 1st is for. Yeah. for. It's cleanup day. Yeah. And then November 2nd is visiting day. And then before kasi, the tombstones of my lolo and lola, we had like a metal lettering, uh-huh. so it's like, and then like it's like a, it's like attached to like yeah, the marble. Yeah, yeah. So the metal is like slotted into the marble mm-hmm. and whatever, and we would have it cleaned and whatnot. And it was always like, oh, don't put it yet. The on on das put it like, like that morning because people steal. Shall... Oh my god! Oh, was it silver silk? I know because no. they can kilo it. They yeah, can so... scrap. So because we like it, I think it reached the point where we eventually had the marble engraved because it's black yeah. marble and we didn't yeah. want to engrave it. Yeah. But it got stolen so many times. Yeah. The metal lettering. Ours were the sconces got stolen. Yeah, the and they steal the sconces. So yeah. nothing gets left behind. The sconces, the the flower electric- pots. Yeah, our electric electric wire. Yeah. The wire Everything. that connects to the Everything. power. Yeah. Even like, so the day after... And these are not shady cemeteries, yeah. right? No, these are nice cemeteries. Yeah, they're normal cemeteries. Yeah. It's just, you know, people gotta make a living, whatever. I know, I know. And then the day after, um, you know, because everyone does a vigil on November 2, yeah. or November 1, actually. Yeah. And then the day after, there would already be tons of kids scraping out the wax. Yeah. Because they'd recycle it for, you yeah. know, new candles. Yeah. Anyway. I love so it. You know, that was my habit. I, I learned a new word. Huh? Um, no, I didn't learn a new word. I learned a new meaning and connection. Because we would also call of, of a word, Nicho. Have you heard of Nicho? Because we don't, like many places bury, bury their dead. But mm. many places put the, the, the uh, above ground. That's us. Yeah. So us too also. Yeah. So it's a Nicho. It's a box, essentially. It's a box that's usually covered in cement or like marble or different yeah. things in some cemeteries they paint it like Jollibee stuff anyways yeah. it's like a weird in thing. La Loma like it's multiple stories high. yeah multiple stories in the to Chinese, climb to get yeah, to the tombstone to put the flowers in yeah. so Nicho was is the word right mm. it's it's a niche yeah niche I didn't know that I didn't like like I was reading uh, sorry so just so physically you can imagine 
we went on a tangent already. Wala pang anything. I know we haven't even started anyway, the topic. So the in the cemeteries because we don't really there, there isn't a lot of real estate, right? So yeah. in there are cemeteries where you bury under the ground, but there's tons of cemeteries where it's kind of like a multiple story like a condominium <laughs> kind of apartment. like that so you have niches like blocks where there would be like holes oh oh sorry oh. there would be holes where you can put it's like a honeycomb yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. honeycomb yeah of like usually, coffins usually like a catacomb but above ground yeah so usually <laughs> it's just like one or two yeah. layers in in most cemeteries but there's this huge huge place yeah. in I think it's North Cemetery. Yeah, North Cemetery. Near La Loma, where the lechon are. It was, yes. And there's like... La Loma is known for lechon. Yeah. yeah. And it's like 15 to 20. Yeah, very high. Quote unquote stories high. Yeah. So sometimes to light a candle in your relatives, you have to hire kids. Yeah, you hire a kid to climb up. up. Yeah. So that's their side Or sometimes there's someone with like a really long stick. Yeah. And then to light a candle. Yeah. Anyway. So that's a tangent. But that's not necessarily what we're talking We're just reminiscing because we're not able to go home for yeah. Undas. That's a huge, by the way, huge traveling holiday for the Philippines. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving, but death year. Yeah, because yeah, November um, 1 into our holidays. Yes, yes. So if you're driving to go to your... your hey, um, have a fun trip. If you're, stuck, if you're stuck in traffic, yeah. waiting for your bus or whatever, you can All listen right. to us. Okay. What's today's topic about? <laughs> so our topic today is... So last week, you covered Mebuyan, yeah, who is the yeah, Magobo mother of the dead, and so she was more of the an an earth related and agriculture yes. related. Also, death earth god. energy from her. Yes, so Taurus queen exactly like me. Is she fixed? Do you think she's she's a, she's fixed, a fixed sign? Side. So I was I went into this like whole rabbit hole of like different zodiac. She's definitely a Taurus. Yeah, she's a Taurus, right? So our next one is a Aquarius. Ew. A water based death god. Ooh. Maguayan. 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 Yeah. So she's Visayan. She's Visayan, but there are many death gods. So yeah, yeah. she is in the so Hiligaynon, so Iloilo area. Iloilo, Panay, Negrense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Negros area. So um, one that looks like an upside down sock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also Cebu at some parts, Bohololo yeah. at some parts. So that that general Visaya area. So West Visayas. West Visayas, Western mm-hmm. Visayas. So she's the Visayan goddess of death. But she didn't start out as a goddess of death. I so would it's have really thought it would have been an Eastern Visayan thing because of the storm. No, not so, not necessarily. She's more a tsunami god. Ah, because of the earthquakes on the west, yeah. So anyway, so but again, there are also a, there's also another Visayan gods called Badaboom. I love that. <laughs> Wait, is that a real? It's a real one. Badaboom. I was like at first I thought is this a joke? Is this like someone fooling around with Wikipedia? No, Badaboom, Badaboom, Badaboom. But we're not covering Badaboom today. Oh, why not? We're covering Magwayan today. And we actually already talked about Maguayan before in our creation myths. Let's start from the very beginning. But we deep dive deep, pun intended, into <laughs> her myth. But we start off with a quiz. Oh my god. Quizzes. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Badaboom. Babadoom? Babadoom. Bababoom. Because Badaboom is very... Babadoom. Babadoom. But also Babadoom is just a weird... Right? I love it. Babadoom, right? See, Babadoom. Sorry, not Badaboom, but Babadoom. Okay, here's the quiz. In Visayan mythology, oh gosh, what is the name of the realm mm-hmm. of the afterlife? Okay. That Maguayan guides souls to. You okay. will know this. A. Kalwalhatian. Okay. B. Kasanaan. Uh-huh. C. Sulad. Uh-huh. D. Ibabaunon. Oof. Because. Kalwalhatian is the sky. Sorry, it's the name for the afterlife. Uh-huh. That Maguayan will guide souls to. So that means she too is a psychopomp. Psychopomp. Instead of a no, instead of a Jeopardy music of do 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 do, I go like pom 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 pom. We need that. We need to ask Brian's help to create an EDM drum. I know, right? It's just us singing psychopomp. Pom 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 pom. Anyway, you were afraid you wouldn't have enough energy. B kasanaan, C sulad, D ipawonon. Because if it's 
It's not kasanaan. That's Tagalog. That's the Tagalog underworld. Ikubikwal kalwalhatian or ibabaw nun. Final answer? I agree. My final answer is D. It's C. Oh, okay. It's sulad. sulad. I thought you would guess it because sulod. sulod. I know, mm. but I was like, oh, this is too obvious. I'm mind-gaming myself. You are mind-gaming yourself. <laughs> you are. I don't mind-game myself. That's why I always uh, uh, fear. Okay. Maguayan's name yes. is believed to be derived from the Visayan language. Okay. What does it possibly relate to? A. Starlight shimmers on the water. Ooh. B. The sea or bodies of water. C. Bamboo. D. Floods. B? No. A. No. D? <laughs> no, C. Bamboo. Maguayan from what Hawaiian. What does it do with... Um, because if you remember... Oh, they go in... No, no. And uh, C is bamboo. Because if you remember uh-huh. in our creation myth, Oh, yes. She had nurtured the seed yes, yes. that grew into the bamboo, which was Funnily where the enough, first man and woman came from. I read from. this yes. recently. Yes. Mm. And I, I told you the story in our creation yeah, but that in was year one. Episode four, yeah. two years ago. Yes, yes, it was two years ago. Okay, C. Okay. Maguayan's role in guiding souls bamboo. to the afterlife indicates a possible cultural exchange okay. with e- which neighboring region's mythology? Okay. A. East Asia. Alright. B. Southeast Asia. Okay. C. South Asia. D. Polynesia. Polynesia. No. What defines East Asia? East Asia is like Japan. North. Korea. So Northeast. Yeah. Southeast? Yes! Southeast Asia. The Javanese. Yes. Borneo. The Borneo. Yes. Kalimantan, mm. uh, Rahad, Raka, Kalima, Japan. The seafaring. I chose Polynesian because I was just like, oh, so seafaring peoples and whatnot. But yeah. you're right because if they're in the west of the Philippines, yes. Polynesia is more in the... And it was more in north, north to south. And it east. was much older. Mm. Much, much older. Pa. Yeah, they traveled far now. Yeah. Okay, four. You got one. Yeah, but you gave me a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a mulligan. You're a very nice quiz master. I know, I know. Can I, do you know what a mulligan is? Shane I've heard know. this before. Yeah. Use it in sentence. So, oh, I didn't like that first shot. I need a mulligan. Oh, no. It's like a second shot. Uh, yeah, okay, so okay, like, okay. Kunwari, like everyone pretends that you didn't make that first Sorry, shot. Sorry, Irish friends. Sorry, Shane. But it's um, it's named after a guy at a tournament and you can only take one mulligan in like 18 holes. Out of uh, 18 holes. So it has to, you have to pick when you do your It's mulligan. a golf thing. It's a golf thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you you did so badly that they're like okay, your first fine. drive. We're gonna you give off. you yeah. a second chance. Yeah, you like I I I want to ask for a mulligan. That's pretty nice. It is nice. It's a very gentlemanly game. Yeah. Okay, so I gave you a mulligan. Okay, which which aspect of life and nature does Maguayan not not directly preside over in Visayan mythology? Okay. A the sea. Mm-hmm. B the afterlife. C agriculture. D compassion. It is agriculture. Yes, he got two. It felt out of place. Yes. Yeah. But it's also a little bit of a trick question because fishery is mm. technically part of agriculture. I know. Yeah. But anyways, agri is farming. So yeah. it's fine. To symbolize her role in mm-hmm. guiding souls to the afterlife Ooh, as a psychopomp. I love symbols. Maguayan sometimes depicts is depicted holding which of the following? Ooh. A. A compass. B, a lantern or light. C, a map. B, a book. A lantern. Yes. Oh, you got three. Because the others felt very modern. Yes, they are very modern. For but the... there are, I looked at, uh, it up. I said, like, surely we had compasses. Because we had, we did have a seafaring Weren't we lantern. wayfinders? Yeah, yeah, like Moana. Mm. We were voyagers, is what she said. <laughs> we are voyagers. But they had a different, they used the stars. Away, away. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yes. So, I don't know if they had... But the Vikings had compasses. Which cartoon is the... The second star to the right. It's a no. Robin... Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Robin. Okay. So, okay. So, we'll dive deep in Maguire. That was her primer. So, she's from the Hiligaynon. 
Miss? Yes. So, okay. she has two names actually. Mag- Maguayan or Mag- Maguayan. Okay. Maguayan or Maguayan. Mm-hmm. She's the primordial goddess of the sea. Love it. And the underworld. Love it. She, with Kaptan, if you remember Kaptan, mm-hmm. the god of the sky, mm-hmm. they created the world There's and the first few months. Yes! Did they fight? Is it because they, they fought, fought? yes. Yeah. She is the female aspect of creation made by Kanlaon. Kanlaon is our supreme guy. Mm-hmm. He was the Dewata, he's the Bathala, yeah. Kanlaon. To balance out Kaptan. Mount Kanlaon, right? Yes. Uh, because uh, Kap- while Kaptan is, is fiery and angry, yeah. She is the. She symbolizes the great wide ocean Ooh. that covers the entire world. So she is nurturing. She is calming and level-headed and worshipped as a great mother, mother goddess and provider. But mm-hmm. she can also be cold and ruthless when angered, like the storms. Yes, capable of creating great tsunamis and floods okay. and heavy monsoon rains. Be- be- so. So she has that nice, calm nature, mm-hmm. and then she has the angry when provoked. Mm-hmm. So some people, some studies thought that, some uh, scientists thought that uh, it made her a man, actually. She was not a man, and she's a man, not a woman. And her amazing display of anger can cause terrifying effects of the sea. However, most think of her as a lady, for the sea was perceived to be more motherly, Mm, and providing like any woman or also but like any woman is capable of unexpected outburst <laughs> gaslighting so sometimes so what does she look like okay what are her symbols and what yes. are her what was her appearance sometimes she is represented by the vast ocean itself okay and she can reach all the lands including the underground rivers ooh Oh, because they have tons of underground caves yes, and stuff. Yes, yes. Which led to... There's other Visayan myths, which Babadum. We need <laughs> to talk of, about Babadum. There's like a secret cave that is the entrance of the underworld. Okay. That Babadum is part oh. of. A cave, right? So we'll, we can take that later on. Yeah. But for her... For, it's the god of spelunkers. Yes, of spelunkling. Mm. Of Keynes. So she, so she goes to the underground river, which is one of the ration... The belief is... The, the waters flow into the underworld. Mm-hmm. So making her one of the few oh. deities who can enter the realm of the spirits oh. because so she s- is the sea. So, salud? Sulad? Sulad is, Sulad is uh, underground? In underground, yes. The underworld, yes. So, how did she become like the creation myth sea lady? Yes. And into the underworld. Okay. Do you want to summarize the creation myth? Okay. Yeah, we should. I think. Yeah. We can summarize. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there was nothing in the world mm-hmm. except the sea and the sky. Nothing and nothing. Like sea and sky, done. And then when the world... Oh, so, sorry. It wasn't void. It was sea and sky. Sea and sky, that's it. Uh-huh. No land, no nothing. And then there was only the sky god, Kaptan, and the sea goddess, Maguayan. And they fought each other all the time. Mm-hmm. You know where this is going. Maguayan is throwing her they strong typhoon waves. Sex. Yeah, well, ish. <laughs> They strong, strong, strong typhoon waves upward to the sky yeah. and then Captain would throw lo- large rocks and lightning down. Mm-hmm. This long bitter feud of the two deities lasted for a long time until one day they drew the sky and see closer and then they created the islands mm-hmm. in between them. We don't know why they stopped fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like they had, they had hate sex. sex. Enemies to lovers. And enemies to... I told you. The first story... <laughs> Is enemies to lovers. Okay. So the sea and the sky deities cease their fighting, coming together as friends and eventually lovers. They had also, after they married, Kaptan planted a seed in the sea where it soon grew to become a bamboo reed after being nurtured for a long time mm. by Maguire. Mm-hmm. So he had like the breath of the breath of life and he breathed it into the seed. Mm-hmm. He plant they planted the seed, Maguire cared for it and grew it. Mm. And out of the mambo emerged Kalak, the first man. Sikalak. Sikalak. And Sikabai, the first woman. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, all the things proceeded under them. Maguayan is the opposite of Kaptan, right? Like I said. And Kaptan is an asshole, essentially. And then, she's like impulsive, quick-witted, so quick-tempered, sometimes acts without thinking. She's level-headed. She has a cool demeanor and can also be cold and ruthless, especially when angered. 
In some Cebuano myths, mm-hmm. she's always been Captain's wife. Okay. And who left him, and she left him when they quarreled one day. It's like Alunzina. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she left him and they quarreled one day and returned to the sea to cool down <laughs> her anger. And in some Negrense ne- myths, Negras myths, she was Captain's rival. Okay. They were enemies. And each day, Captain and Maguayan dueled to see who was the stronger and who will inherit the, sexual the world. Tension they were really, fighting for dominance. It's really high. Dominance. Mm. Who will inherit the world? The world was at stake. Kanlaon made that would inherit the world that Kanlaon made until their children. They had children already. So at this point, they would fight. They would have sex. No, no, no. They, they were not the parents of each other's kids. They had so so. Oh, this is a different version. Yes, this. Well, this is the yes. This is a different version. So there's okay. the son of Captain mm-hmm. was Lihangin. Oh yes, remember. And he was birthed. I think I'll have it here how he was birthed. I think he was birthed also from like his thoughts. Uh-huh. Like, like Athena. Like mm-hmm. Right? He sprung from his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Lidagat was birthed. Mm-hmm. Lidagat is the daughter of mm-hmm. um, Maguayan. And she was birthed on her own. Mm-hmm. She's, she Mitosis. Mm-hmm. Essentially. <laughs> so that was the creation. Myth. Okay. And that's what she was. How did she become the, the, the ruler yeah. of the underworld? Because, so it wasn't it wasn't always an association. No, is what not you're always. Saying. Not okay, always. Okay. So what happened is it, it seemed to have been a, like a a confluence of several events. Mm. Sometimes it was like I think it was like Catholicism coming in. Oh. It was the the ev- evolution of the stories, even uh-huh. right, and or a rational or maybe even a combination of different of different types of gods, right? Mm-hmm. So. When she became, I'll, I'll tell you for a sec what she did and what she looked like when okay. she became an underground, underworld, underground. Under, she's so underground. <laughs> People don't even know Shipster. her. Anyway. anyway, so so what is her evolution as a goddess of an underworld? What did she do? What did she look like? Yes. So she is pictured uh-huh. when she became goddess of the underworld as wearing grieving clothes and her face covered in a dark cloth. And she's an older lady. Okay. And she would ferry souls in her majestic bal- balangay, which is a longboat. Ooh. And her transformation. So why did she and into the underworld? And later yeah. on, we'll talk about the sorting and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Trans- trans- oh, yes. And her transformation is sometimes credited to the fact that in one version of the creation story, her daughter Lidagat, which she gave birth by herself as compared to Lihangin, who came out of Captain's Oh no, divine, divine breath pala, hindi pala thoughts. So, the two of them got married, diba? Lihangin and Lidagat. Lihangin and Lidagat fell in love. But Lihangin, Lidagat died. And then, when Lidagat died, mm. Lihangin died of broke, a broken heart. Aww. And so she went to the underworld. Um, and fetched her just like Orpheus. No, but she wanted to be near her. Okay. She wanted to be near her. But to note, again, because I talked about how did this evolve, Lidagat was not mentioned in early Spanish accounts. Okay. It was mentioned after a Visayan creation story written by a guy named John Maurice Miller mm-hmm. in 1909. Mm-hmm. So, again, it could just be a post-rationalization. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It could also be usually when... An adoption of the Orpheus. Yeah, no? separate... No, when separate tribes get absorbed. Yeah. And then they say, oh, no, no, Lidagat and Lihangin were probably the Captain and Maguayan. And yeah. then they're like, no, no, they're their kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they just assimilate. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yep. And so, Maguayan was so grief-stricken that she followed her By daughter's, her daughter's soul. death. Yes. She followed her daughter's soul into Sulad. Sulad mm. is the underworld, but specifically, Purgatory. Purgatory. Okay. And she so am- there are multiple levels. Yes. <gasps> Not okay. nine, okay, okay. but there are multiple levels. Okay, okay. And so she then abandoned her duties as the goddess of the sea, and she delegated it to two water deities and nymphs. Also random demigods like, or whatever. Various. Yeah, various gods, who took her and Lidagat's place in the world. And instead, took up the role as the fairy woman of souls. Psychopomp. Pomp, 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 pomp. <laughs> she ferries the souls of the dead to the underworld in her boat 
across a spiritual river called Lalangban, mm-hmm. which divides Sulad, Purgatory, and Sa'ad, which ah. is the land of the ancestors. So, why is there a purgatory? That's a good question. Is and I right? said, like, who goes who? Can we get, okay. can we get some cultural context of what the, happens when they die? And, yes. Okay. Okay. So, when they die, they get sorted. I'll, I'll talk about Again, the... Again, this is the Hilagainon burial yes, practice. Yes, the okay. burial practice. So, they are, there are different burial practices. Yes. Okay. According to... Uh, Professor Jose Eliziar Bersales, uh-huh. who's a progressor of anthropology. I don't know if this is a typo. Professor? If it's professor or progressor. I think it's professor. <laughs> but this was a news article from a known paper. So I feel bad. Progressor. <laughs> I progress anthropological practices. So he's a professor. Oh, he's okay. a professor. He's a professor of anthropology. What's his name? Professor Jose Eliezer Bersales. Hi. Okay. He gave a talk at the Casa Gorordo Museum. And the talk was called Panau, Pre-Colonial Visayan Myths on Deaths and Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. So he's a he's a professor, Professor Bersales, anthropology and author and cultural worker. For example, there are different be- beliefs, right? And, you know, they don't always exactly slot in, right? So Loarca is a belief in Cebu and Bohol and Mantayan, that when someone dies, they go to the infernal regions, which I, I, it, it sounds like Sulob, okay. the purgatory. In the presentation of Bersales, he said that those who die by drowning in the sea, so if you die in normal way, uh-huh. you go to the infernal regions, Sulob, Sulad. right away, Sulad, right away. Okay. Right away. And How do they then, bury their dead? They're just buried. Okay. Just very, there's no like special washing. There's no. So there's no like jars. These are no. these aren't the manongo. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's In the presentation, he said, but those who died by drowning mm-hmm. are believed to remain underwater forever. So in memory Why? of the people, they're by the sea, right? Okay. So in memory of these people, the relatives place a bamboo or a reed dressed up. As the person, the man or the woman, to represent the person who died, and they erect it near the spot where the person drowned, oh, wow. in like the seashore or whatever. So they dress them up. Yeah, they dress up the reed and the people oh, wow. as the. I know it's like a kind of anito. I don't think I've a water heard. anito. I, I don't think I've heard Me this before. But but this guy is a very prolific guy, and so I'm like, I'm, I guess I'll believe him. He has a book. We can read it. I mean, he is a progressor. He is a progressor of anthropology. Are you a progressor? <laughs> uh, you're not a progressor. I'm not a progressor. So he will know. Okay. So during the pre-colonial period, there were professional mourners already present. They were uh-huh. hired by wealthy families. Yes, so yes. a lot of these are like pretty standard, right? So where the village chief died, the whole village would come into silence. And they would place... We cover that in our... We cover our, that in our death. In, in our Mama, death. Mamma Mia Part 2. Yes. Mommy Mia. Mommy Mia. Here we go, go again. again. They would place a how up, which requires everyone to refrain from shouting or making loud noises. How yeah. how up is what is called if you yeah. don't don't even let the you dogs get, bark. You can get killed or imprisoned if yep. you make any noise. Even if your dog makes noise. Yep. And then also they do the thing of they wrap the dead body, they wrap it in cloth, and then it's called a lugon. Mm-hmm. But if and you're poor... they bury it under the ground. Yes. Okay. But if you're poor... The lugon was made of bamboo and woven vines. Okay. So when you're dead, right, who goes where? So the only people who go straight to the, ano, to uh-huh. the Sa'ad, uh-huh. which is the land of the ancestors, are heroes, uh-huh. heroines, and brave souls who are deemed worthy enough to join the realm. So they can go to the realm of the gods. Upstairs. Upstairs. So remember with What Nibuyan, do they call it? The realm of the gods. Okay. <laughs> So remember, they can go to in in Mebuyan, the the heavenly gods with Lumabat with Lumabat there. But then sometimes they'll stay they'll stay under in the Gimukudan. In Gimukudan, so the uh, heroes, heroines, and brave souls who are deemed worthy go upstairs. Oh, yeah. So heroes, heroines, brave souls go upstairs. Yes. Okay. With whom? With the gods. With the gods, the heavenly bodies okay, of the okay. gods. Now people. <laughs> who are killed in battle, okay. but not necessarily heroes, killed in battle, 
struck by lightning, or eaten by a crocodile. <laughs> so specific. Go to Saad. Everyone else goes straight to Sulad. Wait, what? Okay, okay. Let's Killed in battle. Let's break this down. Killed in battle, so you're warriors. You're worthy. You do something nice. Yeah. Okay. Struck okay. by lightning. Okay. You're special. Because Captain killed Captain you. Killed you. Okay. You're special. Buaya. Eaten by crocodile. Because the buaya is divine. Is you know. Do they worship the buaya? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 They go to Suad. Uh-huh. Everyone else. Are the so are the living conditions or the unliving conditions? It's called an better. infernal place. Okay. It's called an infernal. Infernal place. just means hellish. It means referring to hell. Infernal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So according to the text in the Boxer Codex, everyone else respect, goes to Sulan. Yes, all. All the souls. Uh huh. Remained in Sulan until one day, a woman named Sibai or Mastrasan ordered the people to make sacrifice to the gods. The sacrifice offerings, the sacrifice offerings so that the souls who have died would not go to Salad and stay there, but they would instead be brought to Saad. So you can transfer. Okay, if you make sacrifices. If the people make sacrifices okay, for you. Okay. Oh, if you're, sorry, yes. if your relatives on earth. Yes. But who is this woman? Some lady from the Boxer Codex. So eventually someone said, oh, to make yes. sure that your dead ancestors yes. go to the better bad place. To Sa'ad. Or the better place. The better place. You have to make sacrifices. It's a better place, but it's not in the sky. Okay. They just, and they don't explain what it looks like. If they do. Oh, okay. Yes. So instead they would be brought to Sa'ad, a place in the rugged mountains where no living person could see them. Where they lived out their lives feasting and celebrating in happiness in the mountains. It's Bangyo. Nice. <laughs> and no one can see them because they're so high. Yeah, yeah. It's a mountain retreat. It's a mountain retreat. Tagaytay. What's Sulad like? Sulad, there's no like real description. It's like but, suffering. Okay, but Maguayan watches over. No, she's a psychopomp. So she only brings him across. Yeah, but she seems to be like the boss of everyone, but it doesn't. She seems to be like a. Absent boss? I don't know. She doesn't seem to judge anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. She just oh, so, oh, I, I got it. Got it. Mm. So there's no being who sorts people, no. right? It just happens. It happens. Mm. It happens. And then it's like, uh, or maybe she's there, she's she's silently judging everyone. And she just doesn't like to take the limelight. Maybe. And does know. she ferry everyone? So is it similar to Karen where you have to pay something? No. no. But do you want to hear about Maguire's special powers? Of course. Maguayan's magic shells. That's what this is called. <laughs> magic shells. Does when she listens, she puts him against her ear. Do they give her the sound of the ocean? I think it's redundant. <laughs> or it's a sound. It's of, a voice. Or it's it's Captain like hey babe. <laughs> Ew, gross. Hey babe. Gross. You know I got Tegan, How are you doing? I got Tegan a little treasure chest toy, uh-huh. which is like one of those like surprise toys mm. from Disney, and inside were like two shells. And and one was a purple shell and one was a blue shell, and they had like little mermaids inside and little toys inside. But the purple shell catches voices for them. She goes like, <gasps> she caught she caught my voice and I hadn't had a voice. <laughs> She's like, mommy, um, you're too loud. <laughs> if you were to if you were to cast Maguire, I would cast her as as Maguire. We don't know the young celebs now. I'm very sorry. We're, no, we're she's old. an Maguire is an older lady, but I'll tell you who has played Maguire. Who? It's Beldaza. Where? In in Indio. Ah. And wait, oh, another a famous, okay. and then Aubrey Miles okay. in Amaya. Okay. Yeah. Is that who you would have cast? No, they're too old. A young. They're who too young. You, well, who would you cast as Maguire? A sad-looking date. Why sad? Because she's so sad. Cause what about the died. girl Dolly De Leon? Dolly De Leon can, mm. can, fierce, mm. smart, can, nurturing. Yeah, yeah, can, can, can. I really, I had her. She's the captain now. <laughs> she's the captain. I am the captain sad. now. Triangle sadness. I had her 
face in my head because uh-huh. she's in this new movie with the uh, Catherine like, Bernardo oh, with like great hair. But I totally forgot her name. So okay. yes, there I would cast her. Uh-huh. Okay, Maguire's magic shells. Yes, she had many magic shells when she was sea goddess. When she resigned, <laughs> when she resigned, when she handed in her tea, when she changed so it, when she changed roles, okay. when she changed roles, transition period. She took a shell. Okay. She took part of the ocean with mm-hmm. a shell and put it high in the mountains in Panay. Okay. Which her, and that's where her treasures lay. Which and mountain? it is now a place called Tinagong Daga. <gasps> it is a lake on top of the mountain. You should look it up. I looked it up. I need it's to a resort. It I need to look it up. It's a body of water called Tinagong Daga. That is such Panay. a beautiful name. Yeah, Tinagong Daga or Hidden Sea. That. And it is a, it's it's giant. It looks like it's it's a lake technically because it's super landlocked and it sits on top of a high mountains on the borders of Ilo and Antique. Guys, you have to look it up. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. There are fishes there uh-huh. that are not found anywhere else. Tinagong Dagat sounds like such a mystical yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it, there there are uh, there are fishes there that are not anywhere else. They're yeah. unique species. Yeah. We have a couple of those. We have a couple of like lakes with weird animals in them. So they do have fish there. And then it is landlocked, mm-hmm. but it's seawater. If you look at it, I look at it. Because it in goes through the underground tunnels. That's the ge- geographical reason, but I like to believe in the magical reason. Because okay. she took it in a shell and she put it in the mountain okay. for her treasure. Who's to say magic wasn't involved in That's the true. physical? That's true. Why are you angry? Are I'm you okay? Angry. No, because I like fantasy. <laughs> No, no been, the moment you said Tinagong Dagat and I saw the picture, nice I was like, yet? I need like a five book fantasy series. Right? Just set in Tinagong Dagat. And like they're hunting for the treasures inside it. Yeah. It's like our very own Loch Ness monster. Yeah. But fish. Okay. Okay. So, when she was ruler of the sea, in her previous role, in her previous role, she was also the ruler of the sea but the defender of the sea. But there were other creatures there. Mm-hmm. Bakunawa was one. Mm-hmm. Bakunawa is the dragon yes. that eats up the moon. And there were also a lot of You can giants. learn about Bakunawa in Imagine Dragons. dragons. And there are other there are also giants. And so she was fighting monsters like uh-huh. Percy Jackson and the sea monsters. Love it. And and what she does is she had a magical bujong. One of her shells. Bujong, bujong? is a conch shell. Oh. <laughs> What are you doing? I can whistle like a conch. Anima's trying to... Oh my god! See ya! Oh my goodness. So she toots it three times. See, I gotta get to it. Okay. Three times. And then she transforms. Anima is available for parties, parades, <laughs> Locations. <laughs> and that's just, just <laughs> DM us in the and send, her, send, send us a DM. We'll send you the ring. I'm dying. One second. That's her. So that call is her Sailor Moon transformation. Wait, so. I can't focus on <laughs> I'm crying. Wait, okay. <laughs> I lost it now. I lost the magic. So she blows her horn, her okay. bujong, three times. Okay. And then... What's it for? To transform. Into what? A superhero, super monster. So what is her previous form? And what's her a after? old lady. And then she'll so, transform. I don't know what she looks like. Into after. like a... Like she, a, a super being. Oh, wow. And she uses the... And, and, and she will... She becomes powerful enough. And then she goes, Parurusahan kita sa ngalan ng dagat. Ng dagat, yes. So she changes her shape into something much more bigger uh-huh. to defeat her. Oh my gosh, she's Ursula. Yeah. You're too late! Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Sorry for that. <sighs> okay, Interlude. we're gonna calm down now. Drink some coffee. <laughs> I've been nursing this cough forever. I lost it. Okay. I know. So, so she transforms to defend the sea. To defend from the sea. From Bakunawa creatures. and other giants. Who is she defending? And the, the earth The little people, fishies. The little and fishies and people. Okay. You know, the moon. Mm-hmm. 
from being eaten by Bakunawa. Mm-hmm. So Bakunawa knows that this was her secret uh, power. Ooh. So he tried to steal her the conch- magical bujong. Her conch shell. It turns out uh-huh. that if you other people try to steal it, it renders itself immovable. Like Mjolnir. Like like Arthur's sword? Or Mjolnir. 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 Yes. And so Bakunawa has never been able to steal it. That is so cool. It's cool, right? She's so cool. It's very cool. And then the next part is, and then the Spanish king. Dun dun dun. dun. She was highly venerated, as I mentioned, as a mother goddess and a provider mm-hmm. because she also ruled over the fishy fish, mm-hmm. right? And they they believe that she is able to give them a good harvest. If there is a storm, they would protect. She would protect them. Yeah, because I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm working the rationale in my head. If there's a storm, you can say like, oh, because there's a big sea dragon and she's defending, yeah. and then they heard a pop, pop, and then you know yeah. she becomes a giant. But when the Spanish came and introduced Christianity, the worship for Maguayan was inevitably replaced by what other mother is being venerated? Ah. Yes. The Blessed Virgin Mary as the great mother of humanity. Mm-hmm. And in the end, she suffered the same fate as Captain, whose worship diminished as time went by. Mm-hmm. But her fame endured the test of time, and she is still very much alive in Visayan people. How do they um, recognize her? They today? still make offerings to the sea, mm-hmm. um, and she is still one of the few female deities to have control of the sea compared to the mythological traditions over the world. So they still, they still honor her and make offerings to her and pay mm. to her. Farmers still have offerings oh, to her nice. and stuff. And the offerings I was looking into, like what are the offerings? Straightforward offerings, like a little bit of food, a little mm. bit of whatever, you know. So yeah. So that's that's her until the Spanish came. So that's the the, the bulk of the story. Uh-huh. Now comes some of my favorite features. Okay. Maguayan in pop culture. Okay. Maguayan has been featured in several paintings and various by various artists. And one illustrator, Jap Mikel, okay. has a word work called the Ultramar Leones Troop. Okay. Or the children of Sulad. I followed him on Instagram and he followed us back. So hello, Jeff Miguel, if you're listening. Hello. I don't know if you're just on our Instagram or listening to us, but check out his Instagram, Jeff Miguel. We'll probably repost some of his art because mm-hmm. it is a comic series and you can buy it as part of the Comicet website. He sent me this. Yes. And it tells of the mythology. He also has a cup. I think he has a Kaptan comic also. Uh-huh. Or no, no, Alidagat comic. One of the comics. Okay. I mean, it tells the mythology of Maguayan in modern times. Mm-hmm. In his story and illustration, Maguayan resurrects three children who have died by drowning and they become defenders against the invaders in the territorial conflict between the Philippines and, the Ch- and China in the Western Ocean. Ooh. The Philippines. What is wish fulfillment? Yes. That's so cool. In television, as I mentioned, Maguayan has been featured in two GMA Network teleseries yeah. in Amaya, Aubrey Miles, mm-hmm. and Valdasa played her in 2013 in the teleseries Indio. I have to say, GMA, good job. Yeah, they... they on really heavily... They have a lot of like mythology and history-inspired yeah. shows. But also like even new stories, right? Mm. I really like it. Kudos, kudos to you guys. I mean, they make really good mythology films. So I'm really pissed off with that foreign-made film with where they depicted pre-colonial Filipinos and they look like they were dressed in rags. Like, they're not cavemen when the Spanish came. Which one was that? I forget the name of the film, but it's foreign-made. And now, uh, what's his face? The guy, Danny Trejo, is in it. I don't know. And he's Remember, wearing... there was a really good... I think it was a GMA show, which was the... The girl who traveled into Noli Mitangere. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. It's a, it's on Netflix, no? Hmm? Ibarra Eb- Eb- and uh, Maria Clara. Oh, Maria Clara and Ibarra. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. If not on Prime Video. Let's go. Although, maganda na rin daw yung mga ano, bagong shows in ABS. Yeah, good like, What's the one I saw? I saw one recently. No, because I think ABS has a lot of good ones that focus on modern life. Yes. Like life in the streets, life uh, in the province, canon. Uh, um, dirty linen, right? The political yeah. drama. Oh, nice! Is I guess really we're learning. Good. They're learning a little bit from the ano tele, tele like a Korean novella. Wait, I have to tell you that Danny Trejo film that I'm very annoyed at. 
So it's called 1521. It's about Magellan. Oh, it's about the first touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like all the, and the Bea Alonso is there. Michael Copon is uh, lapu Do you know that Nadine Luster has a movie based on Kumakatok? No way, really. Yeah, I think it's coming soon. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. We featured we Kumakatok in our the, first, the first Walakamatayan episode. Yeah. So now comes my favorite portion, uh-huh. my favorite new segment of our stories. Uh-huh. Magwain and food in bed. Because we always talk about food, right? We do. Let's talk about food. There is a Maguayan Bistro. What? The Maguayan Bistro in Iloilo, it says, Maguayan Bistro. Chill and dine at Maguayan Bistro while enjoying the majestic ocean views of Iloilo and Guimaras. And look at the branding. Very nice. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's like a folksy minimal drawing of Maguayan. With like that. It reminds me of like the old Starbucks logo. Yeah. But with, with like a tattoo-like necklace and tattoos on it. Very, very Mediterranean feel. It does. It does have a pair. But it's a very beach club. Yeah. Like, I would go. Yeah. I love the vibe. I like the vibe. And then number two is Meguayan Gin. Ooh. Guess the name of this distillery. Huh? It's a distillery. It's made from a distillery. And it's a word that we've been using a lot in this past few episodes. It's called Psychopomp Distillery. Oh! <laughs> yes! It's a small batch distillery. And this particular gin, this particular gin, look how pretty. Ooh. It ha- it's a botanical gin and it mm-hmm. includes juniper berries. Grace, this is a description for you. Grace, our friend, is studying uh, wine, wine and notes and things. Yeah. Botanicals include juniper berries, coriander seeds. There's always juniper berries. Anglica, yes. Anglica, cassia, pineapple. Uh-huh. Orange zest, oak, cherry wood, cardamom, and black pepper. Yeah. I think the only Filipino thing there's like maybe pineapple, maybe yummy. coriander seed. It sounds, sounds yummy. yummy. Sounds yummy. Yes, yeah. yeah, very small batch. We should order it. <gasps> we should order it. Hey, Psychopomp Distillery. Hey, Psychopomp Distillery. Let's, plug, plug. Let's collab. <laughs> let's collab. It's 41 pounds in the, it's in the UK. So I said, like, a Psychopomp distillery. Who were the other Psychopomps? What are the other yeah, gins? Are there, so I looked at the other Is there a Mebuyan? No. Because oh. it's a British Karen. distillery. It's not a Tagalog. It's oh. not a Filipino distillery. Oh, who are the other Psychopomps? So Karen is there. Is he? No. It's only one other person. Oh, who? Woden. Okay. Woden. So Psychopomp Woden Gin. Huh. Yeah, there. And the other variants are Psychopomp Honest Gin. Huh. Psychopomp Old Tom Gin. Huh. Psychopomp small bar gin and Canton gin. Ooh, That's it. But like, cool. but I think it's like really cool that psychopomps only have like th- there's only two gods mentioned in the psychopomp gin and it's Odin and Maguayan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm up for that. Might be a Filipino person. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. So that's it. That's nice. all I have. So I, I, I again sometimes I worry there's like a very thin basis of mythology, but I you know. Because there's so many people passionate about, and you know what? A lot I found. Mm. There's a lot of people who do a lot of art on it, mm. like not just illustrations, but like cross stitch. Like a ton what? of people cross stitching Maguire and so many different Can you kinds. Show me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many different cross stitch. Cross stitch. So much cross stitch. I love cross stitch. That is so interesting and, and random. specific, right? Yeah. Maguire. Okay, so here, so all these Maguire cross stitch. No way. Yeah. Why Maguayan of all people? It's so random. I don't know. Do we are there any accounts of how they worship her? Or is no. she so is Maguayan a god? Kind you, of like a cup cup cup. A god you worship or just a god of stories? I think she's more of a god of stories. She's okay. not a she's an Anito in the but like in a higher Anito. Like remember when we were talking about no no, like oh, oh. little big gods. Yeah. Right? You're like we said Maybe the higher gods, the first gods, they did, they ruled over the bigger concepts. Mm. Life and death, making mm. islands, mm. growing a bamboo, making mm. human beings, right? But and in our creation story, they made the people and then the kids, the Didagat and Lehangin died and they sort of like hands off from humanity. Yeah. She delegated the things mm. and stuff. And a lot of the gods that we have existing in different regions, hundreds and thousands of gods, are for like minor things. Mm. Minor, quote-unquote, like the 16 gods of weaving and things yeah. like that. 
So I think she's one of those. She's like, she made man, she's done. You mean the farmer? The farmer, she, yeah. The former. The former, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she made she made people. Mm-hmm. She helped make people. Mm-hmm. Now she drives up. It's kind of like my coworker I was telling you about, who was general manager for a major pharmaceutical company in like three countries. And now he's only doing like public affairs in like a, another, in just our company. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be a very common thing naman. Like, yeah. So when you covered Anito, when we covered my Buyan even, right? Uh-huh. Remember when that lady, Laura Watson-Bendick, came and tried to classify the Bagobogod? She was yeah. like, oh, there's this group of causes just exist in stories to explain things, how they yeah. happen. And then these are like the functional day-to-day gods yeah. that yeah. relate more to their everyday life and yeah. what they yeah. need to do. And concerns. The reason I ask is because I mean, I would anticipate that when people travel, they would make offerings. When, you know, they fish, they would make offerings. So I'm, you know, there is that who, some. Do there, we know who they worship? They from still, a I think it's middle not, management. Level? No, I think it's more of like just like offerings to the sea. Mm, it's mm. just that now, like it's mm, an offering to the sea, mm. and there is a an awareness of the name Maguayan still. Mm. I don't know if they directly say like this is the for you know. This is my first cache of the sea. I will return this fish because yeah. I saw, you know, there's nothing complex like that. Unless fishermen, you know, do we have any fishermen listeners? We don't know, but maybe, you know, that's a, that's. People of Tinagong Dagat. People of Tinagong Dagat Resource. We should go there. We should. It looks so pretty. Nice, right? It reminds me of Lake Caleraya in Batangas. But that Lake Caleraya is became it used to be like really nice and remote and there was and then people surfing, came and then people came and then <laughs> and then you know what happened mm. and wake surfing happened oh yeah which is not fun at all no wake wake not wake surfing boarding wake boarding wake boarding became a thing and and then like all the 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 yeah. jocks went there so <laughs> Oh, so, so it is. Ah, well, anyway, know. so we shouldn't tell people about Secret. <laughs> I'll just blow. We just, we'll just get this. We'll just get my my horn sound, and then we'll like paste it over when when we talk about Tinagundaga. because we hit it. We hit it again. That's true. Yes, I do love the the what's this similar themes of a goddess that represents death. Also represents life. Yeah, you know of of the recent two yeah um, episodes yeah. and the fact that not it's... fertility but but the actual first people and the fact that it's goddesses yes. is also very interesting to me. Yeah, there yeah. is there's like a feminine energy in the helping someone as they die mm-hmm. kind it's of thing. It's comforting, I think. I guess also because life comes from women. Mm-mm. I don't know if that's might that's as well it is life yeah. and death. But I also like that, I know, I also was like, personally, as a mom, mm. man, if I lost my dad, yeah, I'd give up my job and I'd like, just yeah. to move. So, Did she eventually get Lidagat? What happened? No, Lidagat lives in uh, Underworld. She didn't come back to life. Yeah, so just so she can see her daughter more often. Yeah, yeah. Surprised that Lidagat didn't go up to the heaven. No, because after this time, so if you remember the creation uh-huh. myth, so Lidagat and Lehangin had four kids. Okay. And their four kids lived in different places. And one of the guys worshipped the shark. Remember? He worshipped the shark. Mm. Remember? And then and then he was punished and he he died. The guy who Ali, led to mortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he died. He, he worshipped a shark. He was killed. He died. Mm. And then he was like, so oh, I'm going to come back. So he came back. Mm. When he came back, he saw his son and his wife had already remarried. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. was like, well, I guess I'll stay dead. And yeah. then so he went back and yeah. stayed dead. And that's when people died. For yeah. reals. Yeah. yeah. And so when Lidagat died, mm. this was after that time. So she stayed dead. Okay. okay. Yeah. But this comic by Jack Mikkel said, Megawain can resurrect. Which is, why not? Yeah. Why not? It's a fantasy. Yeah. Why not retell yeah. the stories? Also, if you need to be defended by, from the Chinese, maybe you do need... Nec- necromancy. The, you know what? You know. Okay, this is this is kind of twisted, but mm. I remember one of the bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. My dad used to tell me was like oh. Chinese pirate torture practice. What? <laughs> Why? I would be like, oh, tell me the 
part na yun. Sorry. <laughs> the story he shared. Why? Of like, the story is this this guy got caught by Chinese pirates. Was it the needles and the ano? No, not that. That's a Spanish torture practice um, where they put needles, put needles the under your fingernails and then, and then squeeze lime on it. That's Saint Lorenzo Luis. That's his torture. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what they did to Jose Rizal's brother. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, sorry. So this Chinese torture practice is Chinese piracy. So pirates. So they would catch you and then they would threaten to throw you overboard or mm-hmm. kill you, right? And then you'd plead for your life. And they're like, okay, I will let you live if you let me cut off one of your hands. You won't need one of your You can survive without one of your okay. hands. That's fine. And then you'd agree. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're like, okay, please let me go, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 I'm going to kill you. And then you go, and then he goes, okay, I will let you go if you let me cut off one of your legs. This is horrible. And then eventually until like, you don't have any Anymore of your legs. limbs. And then they just throw you overboard. I, I forgot the thread of the story. I just remember that like image, and I was just like thinking about it now. Why? Why would that be the bedtime story? Would this be a story? Your dad. That's someone who's <laughs> trying to sleep. So, fathers out there, please don't tell her this. Because look what happens. Just kidding. I'm well adjusted. You have you have a, a daughter who is super fascinated with history. <laughs> Did pirates really do that? Really? Yeah. Did, did you ever look it up if they really did? I don't know. I, I suppose they did because, you know. Oh, I mean, uh, I've heard worse, honestly. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, legitimate torture practices of the state were also worse than uh-huh. that. So, you know. Uh-huh. It's not. Anyway. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. Anyways. Anyway, so Maguire. <laughs> Maguire. Or Hiligaynon. Fascinating. Yes. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. I like it. I love it. Again, never heard of it in school, but I'm so happy that the that the generations of like 2011 onwards can yeah. watch it on TV. It's great. Did we ever watch any mythology movies when we were growing up? No. The Could most it be was, mythology Yeah. Oh, it's a secret temple. It would just be the... Yeah. No. But like horror, a lot of, I mean, to be fair, a Look, lot of the horror. We had a lot of quality shows like Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time was good. Um, Hiraya Manawari. Yes. Not Batibot, but Batibot. Oh, uh, Mga Kwento ni Lola Basha. was so good. And even, I really like Okat Okat. I was too old for Okat. So this is a, this is a, like kind of, so it, it, it's kind of inspired by Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's the vibe. Mm, so it's like, like it's like kind young of adult. For, yeah, young yeah. adult um, horror stories. Okat Okat, if you say it backwards, is Takot Ako, which means I am afraid. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of like the regular weekend shows, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Saturday evening type yeah. of vibe. Yeah. That's anyway. Yeah. Anyways. We hope you like this episode. We hope yeah. you learned a uh, little bit of yeah. Visayan practices. Was yeah. Visayan practices? Yeah, you know. Maybe we do Baba Bo- ba- Bada Boom. Baba Doom. Baba Doom later. We hope you're enjoying the mini season, yeah. you know, feature that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let us know if you are familiar with Hiligaynon myths. If you are, if you've been to Tinagundagat, <gasps> like let us know what you know, what you observe. If there are any like current practices that have to do with the sea. Yeah. Um, if you are a fisherman. Yeah. Do, have you seen? Wait. Do you have pictures of the bamboos? That, the bamboo like, people burial people dressed up as people. Yeah. 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 I would love cool. to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So. Hey, Anima. Yes? Where can they find us? You can find us at thegodsmustbecrazy.pod at Instagram and in Facebook and in Patreon. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Wherever you listen. Wherever pods are listening. Yeah, and remember if you have a party, a parade, or a special occasion where you need... <laughs> <laughs> you need a... Horn. 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 Horn sounds, <laughs> special effects, you know, shows. Atmospheric, I can also do atmospheric music. <laughs> send, send us a DM, we'll see if we can accommodate you. Oh my god. We'll send you Animus rate card. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah, uh, so and as always, the best way to support the podcast is to share it with your friends, Yay. you know. Tell them about like the crazy sea. Like, no, she's not crazy. She's not crazy, she's the, just sad. 
the fun sea lady who yeah. defended us against the dragon with her shell, great shell power. Yeah, yeah. Shell power. You can tell them to listen to this episode. You tell them like, hey, do you want to hear someone attempt to make conch shell sounds? Like, really she hard. she <laughs> she did it two out of three times. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then that will be their hook. And then the next thing you know, I don't think they're. So. <laughs> I don't know if this is appealing as boobs, for example. Then they're obsessed with Philippine mythology. Uh, you know, it's just, that's how it works. Yes, yes, yes. You want to hear about stick people? Bamboo people. Bamboo, bamboo stick people yeah. buried on the sand? Yeah, that's cool. Sure. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.